Hi, from professional migrant women, we are Catalina, Tyler, Lorena, and you are listening to the Undefeated Podcast. Everyone involved in this podcast would like to acknowledge that these stories were told and shared on unceded land. We pay our respects to the many traditional custodians of the land on which we are fortunate to live, love, work, and thrive. This is the podcast that unfolds the stories from migrant women who, against all odds, overcame the challenges and barriers of living in a foreign land. We hope the story you're hearing today inspires you to continue to show up, take space, and embrace who you are. Hi, I'm Lorena Jonathan, and today I have the honor to have Luisa Aguillon in our podcast, one of the co-authors of the book Undefeated. Luisa was born in Colombia, and she decided in 2019 to step out of her comfort zone by moving to Australia. Her story is called Swimming in a New Land. It was 4th of May, 2019, 9.30 p.m., a woman arrived in an empty airport in a different land with cold weather. She brought her life in just two pieces of luggage. She did not know what kind of experience swimming in a new land would bring. As she stood in the empty airport, she realized this was, this was the best decision that she could have made, even though she felt scared and lonely. Her life in this new land was like swimming laps in lanes at the pool. She found that her swimming started in the slow lane where she had to learn to swimming again and improve her technique and language. Then after practicing and keeping an eye on her goal, she became faster and faster, which allowed her to move to the medium lane where she started having a fresh perspective and experiences. Swimming here allowed her to have new knowledge, skills, and best of all, meeting different people swimming in the same lane. She found some black girls during her swimming that were there to help her out when she struggled in deep water. These lifeguards were there further down the lane. When she reached the end of the pool lane, she built the courage to transform into a new version of herself, leaving behind her fears, healing her wounds. She let things go, opening herself to the unknown, and unlocked her best self and followed what God had planned for her. At the beginning of this swimming, it was hard. She would dissolve into tears many times. She was scared, but her bravery, determination, and motivation led her to improve herself, bringing a new self-version, a new version that she enjoys, listening to others and being part of the change that she wants to see in the world. Maybe no one will realize how much effort she put into everything she has accomplished. However, she knew how much she would grow. This woman was a migrant swimmer in a new land, far from home, but determined to step up out of her comfort zone, live her dream and find a new self that allowed her to change past behaviors and patterns. This woman 
exposed herself to different people from multiple co cultures, which opened her eyes to see the world from a different perspective. In the end, she was still wondering what is next, what is the next swimming lesson that she needs to do to continue doing her best. After traveling this long distance, she acknowledges that she could not be a better version of herself without having so much support and help. She is very grateful to all the friends and angels she met during these three fruitful three years of swimming in a new land. She hopes the next laps she swims will be even more than this one. Thank you so much, Luisa. It's so nice to hear it from your own voice, your own story. Um, and this woman, I'm guessing it's you? Yes, that's me. So can you tell us, so you, you told us literally the day you arrive on the story um, and what you felt that first day. But can you tell us a bit more about that um, decision that you took to leave your country, Colombia, and come to Australia and maybe tell us a bit more about not just the first day, but the few first months or first year, something in particular that you want to share? Uh, when, when, as I mentioned in my story, I came in 2019. Um, I basically came to Australia to improve my English skills as more of us decide to do. Uh, because when I trying to apply for different jobs back home, one of the requirements was always English. So I had my like my job experience, but not the English. So I thought, okay, that will be a good opportunity for me to just to grow and I don't know, just expose me to the unknown, as I mentioned in my story. Um, but it was part of having like a me time as well, because maybe I was having a lot of struggles. Um, so I thought there is so many things that I need to leave behind, like past behaviors, patterns that I want to change. So my first months basically, um, uh, were really hard. Like I've, I, I think I cried every day if I'm not wrong, <laughs> but it was, um, it was really hard, but I met a lot of people here who support me, who were there just to give me a hug. Uh, or something or really good words so kind words that I really needed um, and also I got support from my church which I found really good persons like good, really good people in there um, but it was like so a, you found a community yeah it was like a community support and the first job it was really hard for me um, because I was overweight So for me, I was not that kind of person who used to do a lot of exercise. So that exposed me, exposed me like a, a different type of work. And it was really hard at the beginning. So you mean you had to do a lot of physical work in your work? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So what was your first work, if you want to tell them? Um, it was in housekeeping in, uh, in Crown Towers. So wow, okay. I used to work like five, six hours. And I remember I used to walk like 22 steps, 22,000 steps every day. Wow. It was, it was a challenge, a challenging job, but I, I think it, 
it helps me to learn how to be a humble person. Yeah, because you went from a professional job back home to cleaning. Yeah, it was really hard and like pushing the trolley. I don't know how many kilos it was that trolley, but I think it was really heavy. And I got muscles, I lost weight. So and somehow it, it got your rewards, but still it was a really hard job. And then after that, I, I couldn't keep going. It was a really hard work. So I just decided to try to find a job in my professional field with uh, my friend's help because he helped me to translate my CV. At that, at that time, my English wasn't that good. Mm, like to translate things um so he helped me and I start my first job uh it was half professional and half like an operator work so it was it was really nice I met a really good uh, friend of mine now he was um my boss he becomes my boss but he saved my life so many times here so he is one of very close friends that I have here in Australia. So it's nice to hear that you had somebody that helped you go through those tough times. And like we le we hear a lot um, of that. We always have somebody that it, it, it's nice to have somebody where we can trust and we can um, lean on when we're in a country where we don't know anybody. Yeah. Which was, was your case. We always need someone to lift your arms, like lift you up. Yeah, exactly. So in your story, um, there's an analogy about swimming. Is it any personal interest or do you swim or have you um, done some swimming? Why do you take that analogy about the, the swimming coming to a new land It relates a lot because it's, there's a lot of struggles in, but maybe we thought um, it had something to do with something personal. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, because I love swimming. So uh, swimming is one of my best sports. Like I love swimming. Um, so basically uh, I do swim. Well, I try to swim three times per week, but not lately. But at that time <laughs> I was swimming. Um, and I, I actually thought that when I was swimming, so it, that idea of analogy came up before, um, we start doing this story. I used to think a lot while I was swimming and I got that idea once I found really nice to have that analogy because like they, they understand what I wanted to, to transfer, like the message that I want to give. And then I started creating this story from the analogy. Um, and I think that's how life it is. You have to yeah. learn from scratch and then start from all over again until you become a professional in something that you do. Exactly. And you've um, swim your way um, into Australia, kind of. And now um, can you tell us a little bit more about those lifeguards and those friends that were in that swimming path um that journey and and their roles how did they help you so you you spoke a little bit about the church and um your boss but um how did they play a role in in your migrant journey 
Well, I think lifeguards were people who were with me when I was really sad or upset because sometimes, you know, living in like overseas is a like a roller coaster. So you never know it what is. is the next day. <laughs> but uh my lifeguards uh could be my friends who were there for me when I'd really need someone to talk to in those times that I didn't know what to do. I was feeling lost. So they tried to just remind myself, you can't keep going. You were there. Like all oh, my, my friends, my boyfriend, even though he was overseas. All, all those angels that I mentioned there, it was people that around this almost four years in Australia just came to my life and in somehow they helped me a lot. And to give me back maybe part of the help that I have give or gave before they were just for me all the time and support me and encourage me to do something best or better uh, for someone or for me it just to give me a bit of love because they used to call me amorcito in spanish so it's because uh, i do give a lot of love but sometimes for those that don't understand what does amorcito means <laughs> So Amorcito is like love, like darling somehow in English, yeah. I could say. Um, yeah. So people who, when they felt like I was really down, they started like calling me like, Luisa, are you okay? Why you are not the usual person as, as you are? What is wrong? What's happening? Do you want to talk? Because sometimes I just stay quiet. So my way mm -hmm. to don't like to be sad, is not saying like speak up or saying something out loud. It just keep quiet and don't say anything. And they were just people who can, who could rescue me while I was struggling. So I feel like it was a lot of friends, which I am really grateful. Like Carelis, Daniela, Luis D. They were always for me, just hug even everyone. And the lifeguard could be so many people that I don't think we will have enough time to <laughs> to go through all of them. But it, it's, you think, and, and this is the advice that you would give to anybody that migrates here to find those lifeguards, angels or friends to surround yourself with people to not be alone. Would that be an advice that you would give them? I think one of my advices is don't step if you are stepping out of your comfort zone don't step don't enter into a new comfort zone what i mean with that is usually when you arrive to a different country you start from the bottom like cleaning hospitality different type of like trader uh constructions It's okay to start mm -hmm. from there because your English is not good enough. Um, you need to improve your English. That's the main thing. I would say if you want to get better opportunities, just focus on your English. Uh, if that's the case mm -hmm. to come to Australia, of course. But don't enter in a, another comfort zone just to keep in the same, in the same loop all the time. Um, because that would, then waste your yeah. time and you might probably have lost a lot of opportunities that might give you a professional growth. Because I feel sometimes depending on your closest friends, you keep going in the same area like cleaning and you won't change your jobs. Keep going, 
have the courage to keep stepping out of your comfort zone as many times as you need because you really need uh stepping out every day sometimes it, i mean it's it's okay to be scared it's okay to feel like that but just go with the flow and take that um fear and embrace it and just take it and keep going with whatever you want because i'm i'm pretty sure that the person that that will be out of that it will be a really good person and even the best version that you want from you that that's the advice that you would give about jobs but about surrounding yourself with people so i from that i i would say you need uh people who can support you who can give you that help that you need sometimes when you're really struggle it's like just keeping on a side or just lock yourself in a in a house or in a place it just lead you to depression anxiety or something like that so i think the best the most important thing is having someone next to you um just talk about what, how you feel um just don't it is really good when you talk to others when you keep all for you it's like it start to grow something and it won't end up really good and i i, I can say that from experience when i just keep quiet it gets worse and it's good to take care of your health and your mental health as well you surrounded yourself to get out of that little hole where you were trying um to get out and sometimes you would lock yourself um there's some moments that um i want to deep dive into um those that you describe in your story so like opening yourself to the unknown that unknown is a very strong word what are those moments that you you talk about can you i think the first one was um uh getting to a plane coming to um australia one of the farthest countries in the world that was the first one <laughs> because i really didn't know what what I was expecting here so i i didn't really know what what will australia bring to me and i actually remember when i was working at the hotel in 2019 that they did have a really good view and i was thinking from that window okay melbourne what do you have for me um and it was like that's sort of the unknown i don't really know what you have prepared for me but i'm ready for that um and every time that i was taking a risk i was always like ah oh, this is i don't know what what is coming but i just gonna do it so that's what i'm referring to the unknown i like to take risk um i think i like i like to take risk um sometimes can be good decisions sometimes not but i feel like always you learn even is not a good decision because you learn from that mistake or whatever so that's what i i feel i exposed to the unknown and i i think that's part of all the time we do because sometimes like planning to change your career is another unknown or maybe move to a different country than australia again or something like that is a, another unknown thing Yeah. Ah, so the unknown wasn't things that you found in Australia that were very different from your country or I think or, or one first talk it was, also about um, those things. There are some clichés. I thought like another culture will be like like people who live uh in another planet or 
I don't know. It was for me, it's like I couldn't believe like they breathe as you do. They eat as you do. For me, it was kind of that. I didn't thought like Japanese, for example, eat something specific. I mean, we, we in Colombia, we think that they eat only sushi. So it's but it was. And the other thing for me was learning about other religions. I I didn't have that exposure. And I feel like that unknown is part of that. Mm -hmm the different cultures that you get exposed in here. So that was basically one part of me that I really didn't know that you can ha find really good persons from different religions, even though it's not the one that you are. Or even different cultures, right? Yeah. So um, religion, yes, there's multiple, but also different cultures. And like you say, we meet in Australia. Australia is one of the most diverse countries in the world. And I feel that now living here, I'm actually lucky to be here because in my country, you sometimes you see different immigrants from other countries, but not as many as here. And you're lucky to learn so much. So is that what you're referring to? Um, seeing so much and opening your it opens your mind to right? It does. Definitely. It, it opens to your mind to to understand others with different point of view. It's not that you are always right. Um, and I, even I, I have met Muslims, uh, Buddhism, like so many religions that I'm just happy to meet them. And I, I usually ask people about more uh, about hair, hair or uh, their religion because it's, it seems very interesting. I don't really know about uh, so many. And I remember... One friend, she took me to a Chinese temple, a Buddhist, Buddhism temple. And I asked her, like, why are you doing this? Why do you do this? And she says, no, we do this because we are offering this to God. And, but it was for me, I felt like, and it's similar to everything. It's like, it opens our eyes. I feel like that's what happened when we come here and in so many ways. So I'm actually glad that, um, that's what the unknown means and and so many other things opening to a new job opening to to other religions not not maybe you becoming that religion but just learning and i feel like that what what's australia australia opens your eyes because you've lived in your country bubble and and here you can acknowledge more things or do you have any other advice that you would want to give um other migrant women coming to australia I think the only thing is just empower yourself and make sure and believe in yourself. All the strengths that you have, you are powerful. You can do whatever you want and just keep going because the, the world is big enough to do whatever you like to do. Exactly. That's a good advice. Thank you, Luisa. Now, I want you to think about Luisa before May uh, 2019, before she came to Australia. How would you describe her and how would you describe Luisa now, today, the new Luisa years after her migration journey? So do you, can you tell me three words to describe Luisa now? Um, for me, I think one will be courage. They're going through so many things. I think I'm very courageous to do a lot of things. Um, I'm not as scared. Well, sometimes I do, but. But I think I feel more, I, I trust myself more. So that gives me more like self-confidence to keep doing something when I feel scared. 
And another word, which one would be? Um, uh, I would say overcomer. Overcomer for me is um. I think I just remember because one of uh, a movie that I watch is actually called Overcomer, and I like the song from that movie. And it's because you you've been uh so many things, struggles, uh fears, uh trying to to like to get up every day when sometimes you don't feel to do that. And I think I overcome so many fears that I thought I I wouldn't be able to do it. But here I am and becoming a better version of myself and a strong woman. And you're still going. You're still going. <laughs> and the last word to describe yourself and explain why. I would say self-growth because since then, I've been more worried about uh, growing, but not in the professional way. It's been more like a spiritual, religious, um, psychological, psychological way. Um, because I think we are like a holistic being. So you need to grow all part of yourself. And I'm more aware of that. And I, I think that is the most important thing to build up your esteem. Uh, how you're feeling, expressing your emotions, just me be more aware of uh, what you do, what you think, but also is more of trying to to improve yourself, not just saying, look, that's, this is how I am, I won't change, because you are uh, in a continuous improvement. So that's part of my self-growth. That's how I will describe. I think a lot of people should take advice on that self-growth because some people get stuck with, that's how I am. And you accept me if you want or if you, if you don't want. Or the, jo the job has to accept me that way or I leave. But yes, you have to improve. And I think that's really good. Um, that you're self-aware of that. Thank you so much, Luisa. Um, Thank you, Lord. It was so nice to have you. And um, now we're going to go. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Undefeated Podcast with your host, Taylor, Catalina, Lorena. We hope this podcast somehow provides you with the guidance and the courage that you are looking for at any point in your migrant journey. We have included some links in the show notes that we hope may be useful if you are facing any type of hardship or if you would like to connect with the wider community. That's it for today. Stay tuned for our next episode. Music by Naela Music, edited by Catalina Neira, Taylor Tran, Lorena Duranton, graphic design by Lina Orozco.